Okay. We're back here on JB's Driving Podcast. We took uh, last week off because we had time to get together and record. We decided. Who didn't have time? I didn't. I oh, said okay. I, I didn't have time. All right. To just record. Stop trying to blame me, man. I'm not blaming I was you. ready. Okay. I'm always ready. I know. Motherfuckers. Yeah. We got to jack yours up or something. Okay. Whatever you need to do. And we have Scott in studio after a long way off. When's the last movie you were in here for? I don't even. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Jeez, I'm sorry, like no. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Was it that long ago? Okay. Yeah, Return of the Jedi was the last one, and that would have that been around last Christmas year, time. Right? Christmas yeah. time. Jeez. Yeah, I knew it would have been a long time. Yeah, because this place wasn't. We didn't. Do, we didn't record. We still recorded upstairs, right? Yeah. Right. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Nice spread out down here. Yes, down in the. Uh, down in uh, the Jim Plunkett Studios, or whatever you want to call it. <coughs> That's what Greg and Brian used to call their studios. Oh, okay. Why aren't you drinking, anyway? Uh, I gotta do some more work when I get home. Oh, oh really? God, shoot! Six. Was this an inconvenience for you? We could reschedule. No, this is great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's not an inconvenience <laughs> for me. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> It's not, but he's been busy. He had to go to a... Um, I've been fucking busy. A Nelson Mandela a, a statue tear down that didn't go out and right. exactly how he wanted to go. Right. But it's good to see you. Not like well, it's I good to be back. I haven't seen you. Yeah, Rocky. We've been wanting to do this for a while. We're doing Rocky today. Yeah, like they couldn't tell from the music. Some people have not seen this classic. Huh. Some people have not seen... Ro- Actually, people... I found... People confuse Rocky One with Rocky Two a lot. Yeah. Yes. I mean definitely. that is Well, no, people just think that he wins in they the think end. That he wins. That's all. It's not that they confuse the two movies. They just think that he wins in the end because why would you have a movie where he doesn't win in the end? But by listening to this podcast, you'll learn why he didn't win in the end. He shouldn't have. It's much better. Well, the whole purpose well, we'll get to that. I don't know that they had a sequel in mind when he wrote it initially, but no, no, I didn't no, think I he did. Don't I, think he he, I don't think he did. Just like I thought it was a good idea for him not to win in um, Balboa. I didn't see Balboa. The one where he came back out of retirement and fought the young uh, champion. Tommy Gunn? No. Remember that one? Yeah, that was that was part five. That stunk. Yeah. That was horrible. That was, that was bad. Tommy Morrison. Tommy right? Morrison, who uh, who had found, come come to find out he had AIDS. Yeah. Oh, he had AIDS. Yes. Later. Yeah. Revealed. Yeah. It came out that he had AIDS. How did he have AIDS? I think he just sleeping with lots of women. Fucked mm-hmm. too many prostitutes, most likely. Mm. But um. Now yeah. In, in Rocky Five, the original script was for Rocky to actually die in that street fight. Yes. And they changed that. Yes. I don't think I would have liked that. I liked them having the flashback to Mickey. That always worked for me a lot. Right. That's probably my favorite scene. You know, it, it, I don't know why, but that one scene, anything that had to do anything with Mickey always got to me. Right. I love Burgess Meredith. He's yeah. great. He's great in the this penguin. movie, too. So. The penguin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A skinny Jeez. penguin. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So. Anyway, uh, any <coughs> you saw Mortal Kombat, the movie. Remember back in 96, 95? Sorry, 95. I've actually never watched that. Wow. 
Holy moly. Really never watched Mortal Kombat. Well, he's a little older than us, isn't he? He's 52, 53. I mean, he was in his mid-20s when he came 40, out. 47, <laughs> but yeah. I, well, I, was, I was out of college. When okay, then out. you're not that much older than me. You're only a couple yeah. years. Yeah. So I would have thought that you would have seen that. Yeah, I don't know why I missed it, but it just... Wow. Do you remember yeah. the techno music back then, too? Like I the Mortal Kombat soundtrack that, yeah. was so popular. That's what right. like mid-90s was nothing but techno. Yeah, yeah. Prodigy and yep. everything else. Right. There's another there's another band out there that was really popular, too. Well, it went like from grunge <laughs> to the rap rock uh, mix of corn and fucking Limp Bizkit. Right. Right into the techno. Right into the techno. And the rest of the 90s was techno. Yeah. I, that's why I find it uh, amazing when people like, oh, the 90s was grunge. Yeah, it was the grunge for like, like three two years. years yeah. yeah, it wasn't grunge. You're right. It wasn't yeah. grunge for very long. It you wasn't. know, I mean, and, you know, yeah, all the people that were into grunge were still into it in the late 90s, but it wasn't really a thing anymore. No, no. I mean, shit, even the bands that were grunge weren't really doing grunge music by then. I mean, no, like it was the no, Seattle Green sound. Day was Cobain died in what? 93. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, he was early. I don't, it was early. I don't remember um, if it was 93, but he died early. And then right after he died, it was kind of the whole scene kind of started shifting. Right. Um, and you, you had the, the secondary sounds like smashing pumpkins, which kind of got more started getting more airplay and right then like i said the corn and marilyn manson type anger music started hitting yeah i mean those were two different genres obviously but uh, those were very machine. yes rage yeah. against the machine that kind of heavy like hardcore in your face shit started hitting and then suddenly you got this more passive poppy sound out of the techno because the techno you know, first it was, you know, house party techno, and then it just became like, you know, BPM and all that other shit that started eventually coming out. But it was, right. it was a, you know, it, you can't say that it was an evolution because it was so fucking different. Like one step to the next step, because yeah, Marilyn Manson was around in 1989, but you didn't hear about him until no. 1994, 1995. Right. You know, and that's when Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson were fucking huge because at the time, you you know the Lollapalooza crowd was starting to peter out a little bit. I mean, granted, there was still plenty of people going to Lollapalooza, but the 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 genre was petering right, out was while changing. something else was coming up. Right. Not that that has anything to do with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel like around that time there were a slew of movies that were based off video games that all came out. It it was a big time thing then, and they were all bad. Yeah, they there were, were all, very were few that were good. Right. Um, you know, you had the Mario Brothers movie, which was shit. Uh, you had um, Alone in the Dark, which was shit. Um, you this movie was pretty good. Uh, Mortal Kombat, I you know, I think we we would say it was like a B, um, maybe even B plus because it had enough of a story in the video game that they could make a real movie out of it. Yeah. But then you had um, oh shit, dude, there. You the Resident Evils hadn't hit until like late nineties, okay. and that's when when that started hitting is yeah. when was it late they 90s? started making they were starting to get a little bit better. But even the first well, Resident then, then Evil they movie like the Laura wasn't Croft, great. Laura Croft Laura Croft movies weren't great. They were good, but they weren't great. Like I don't know, I'm not sure what the first really like above and beyond video game movie was just out there. I can't yeah. tell you at this point. I mean, the first Resident Evil movie was 2002. 
Was it that late? Jeez, well, there I, you I go. I thought it was like 96, 97. I, yeah, I thought, I, it was I thought it was late 90s, too. but I, I, you know, but that one was better than most of the other shit, but it still wasn't great. And then you had Uwe Bowl. Uwe Bowl, like, fucking decided that he was just going to make every video game. Every video game. Movie. Every and yeah. they were, and he was not a very good director i mean i'm not gonna yeah. shit on him because he you might want to box you me. just did you just you, <laughs> just, you just said ooey bowley is a shitty director i'm not gonna shit on him no i said he's he, not a very good director he picked up every shitty video game no you said he wasn't a very good director yeah. but i'm not gonna shit All on right. him. i'm not gonna shit on him too much because he might want to beat me up the last guy who went on online and fucked with ooey bowl <laughs> he he paid to fly him out to Vegas so that they could box, and he beat the crap out of the guy. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. It was like a big thing, one of those, uh, you know, online, like, ain't cool type, type of fucking people. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, um, let's see what do I have to cover here before this party. So, Scott had his coming out party this weekend on Facebook. He went to the, uh, the Piedmont Hotel in West Virginia. Well, it's his five-month anniversary. For the, not for the relationship. No, no, it's the five-month anniversary of the uh, text message. Yes, the text that's been heard around the world. See, oh, this geez. is the t- this is the first right. This is the first <laughs> time Scott's been on the show since this that text message came out. Yeah, that's what old do you news. say? That's old news. We don't. No, it's that. not old news. It's never <laughs> old news on this show. We had a. You covered that plenty in a previous <laughs> episode. Every goddamn week, we we bring it up and celebrate. <laughs> so 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 just so the audience knows, <laughs> what was going through your mind? Yeah, please, <laughs> please. The, the moment the and, and because everybody, the audience already knows what this text is about because we repeated on the air. Yeah. I think Brian actually did like a like a, a like a slow reading of it back when we did ready to rumble. <laughs> so 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 everybody knows what was going through your head as soon as you realized you you sent it to the wrong crowd. I think that's I think you're fast forwarding too, Mark. Oh, okay. Well, I think okay, you need ahead. to okay. go a little okay. bit farther okay. back. What okay. the fuck was going through your head when you type you when you wrote it and yeah. were getting ready to send it to anyone? <laughs> On purpose. You know, it was just a uh, funny joke. And oh, oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. We don't go you down. don't get to get away with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a joke. It, yeah. Yeah, you spent all day thinking about that excuse. It ain't going to work. No, right? it, nope. <laughs> nope, it, no. It was. I, I make cheesy lines like that all the time. So that, that was. I sent that out, but as soon as I sent it, I, I immediately, before my finger even left the send button, I realized that uh, I was in the wrong thread. Oh, no, not Jesus. not only was he in the wrong thread, it it was the worst possible yeah, wrong right, thread. Right. He could have been part. The of only thing that would have been worse was to put it on Twitter. Seriously. I mean, really, dude. Seriously, <laughs> no, because Twitter, I could have it could have deleted at least within like a second. Um, oh no, that's screen captured. Not, it's not there for somebody wouldn't screen capture. I'm sure somebody. No, we we wouldn't have yeah. done that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, what what? Well, I just want to know. Well, I've already know this. This is for entertainment purposes. What was going through your head when you realized a you sent it to the wrong people and b the wrong people you sent it to? Uh, honestly, I just started laughing to myself because there was nothing else I could do about it. <laughs> and the f- the funny thing was, 
you know, I think I sent something after it saying, oops, like wrong group or <laughs> oh like God. whatever. Yeah. Like that's going to matter. Nope. Because <laughs> whatever Ethan had said that time, he sent he sent one yeah, to the wrong yeah. group. And then uh, and there's this delay. And then there's just Jimmy's response, which is just like, thank you for that. <laughs> See, you just don't understand how to handle those situations. You have to lean into them. Gotta, once yeah. you once you've fucked up and you know you fucked up, you lean into it and you make them so ungoddamn comfortable <laughs> that they'll never bring it up again. Instead, you apologize. Yeah, yeah it's the worst. Thing and you're that do. is the worst fucking. I didn't thing apologize, you can do. but you yeah. did. Oh, yeah. sorry, wrong thread. I meant that for me. It didn't matter who yeah. you meant that for. You could have meant that for your dying mother, and you were fucked. Oh yeah. Okay, you should have just leaned into it and said, "Yeah, baby, I, you know." You know, I can't I, wait to take you up there, Jimmy, or I whatever just, the fuck. It didn't matter. I just accepted it and and was happy to give people a couple months worth of uh, oh, it's never ending. It's <laughs> not ending. Not worth. Yeah, come on. The, the whole premise of the, come on Groundhog's Day, we get to wake up each other and over and over again. I mean, come on, that's just that's that's just horrible. <sighs> I just just thinking about it, just is horrible. But it makes it, your balls like shrink up yeah, into your body. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It, it I, makes I, you wonder look, if you need testosterone look, treatment. I'm the king of cheesy pickup lines, yeah. and I use them all the time. But, hey, it works. But but the, but the funny thing is, it was like 11:30 at night, oh, and I'm like, oh my god, this is a gift from heaven. <laughs> and 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 ambrosia. It, it, you know, yeah, just it was fantastic. And I'm like, you know, well, thank God nobody else is up. Of course, like one by one, everybody's like, "No, I'm here for this." Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh hell! Well, so here's the funny thing: because a couple of people have have done, you know, Jimmy Jimmy did a similar thing a couple months later, except, you know, his text was about picking up diapers for the at the store for Kenji or something. Yeah, like it that. wasn't. It wasn't like you know, you're you're damning. You're texting your wife, and it's yeah. like. I wish this was Groundhog's Day so I could pick up <laughs> diapers. diapers for Kenji yeah, every morning. Over and over again. Jesus Yeah, Christ. It's, the, it's the worst possible text. And then, of course, what, what makes it funny is it was so damn hilarious and cringy that you can't help but show everybody outside of your social network. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that yeah. honestly, I, I'm surprised it hasn't been made into a meme at this point in time. Well, we haven't pushed it that far yet. <laughs> Maybe next Groundhog's Day we can. I, you know, it it it, it came up th- during the uh, fantasy football draft. I think there was. It did. I think Griffiths was making it into it, trying to make it into a meme. Oh, he did. So I didn't pay attention. I was too busy conducting the whole thing. Of course, the great thing about it is, and I haven't I haven't really pushed it so far, but I need to start doing this at the end of the night. Gajewski, Craig. Yeah. He he revealed to everybody. That he is of was a master magician blood. Oh Jesus! He was not only that, not only that, but he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm related to the great Richard." (laughs) (laughs) And it was like there was like a Harry Richard. (laughs) Yes, there was like a moment of silence that fell under it. I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) this. And then, like, he brought his girlfriend over, and of course, as we start just shitting on him. She's just laughing at it, like laughing at him. Oh, my God. <laughs> How can you say that? We just emasculated him. Oh, you, of course she did. It was funny because later at night, Mika's like, oh, my God, I heard it. She's like, I heard him say that, but I heard you say, you not just say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you I had left by then, so I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this was like 11 o'clock. 11.30. 
That's past my bedtime. Freaking Tom and Scott were here until like one thirty in the morning. I mean, you still have beer left. What are we gonna do? <laughs> you had eight, you had eight or nine pints, man. That shit was good though. That shit was good. Okay. How was Greg? Was really speaking of drinking, how is Greg's um new uh, oh business o- going? Oh yes, his Oktoberfest. Yeah, he's having some. Uh, his he's he, I don't know if you've listened to any past episodes recently, but ever since he shut down Red Maryland Radio. Craig has a new venture. I didn't know about that. Yes, yeah, so he has these. You've seen these blow up pubs. Have you seen these blow up pubs? Blow up. Pubs. Blow up. Like you can literally, you can you buy these plastic pubs, and you blow them up. Like it's like a, like you know, these inflatable jumping. You like know, you put it in your yard or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And he bought one, and what he's doing is he he's he's marketing this Oktoberfest bounty thing of his where he goes to your house dressed in his leader hoosens and all that he blows at the pub for you and he serves drinks okay endless drinks and at the end of the night when you leave the party and get pulled over he double dips there you go because he hands out his business cards at the same time right yeah so well unfortunately you know because of the corona and all that people don't really want to see him dressed up with a mask on, and they don't want the outside with masks on, so there's liability going there. So it hasn't really been taken off as, as well that I was hooked to. Maybe this is advertising. Uh, well, maybe after everything clears up. Maybe. I mean the rash. The rash. Well, yeah, the rash. That's from a different <laughs> exploit of his. Now, now, as far as your activities, you went to D.C. to try to get Mandela's statue torn down? No, no. Oh. I was going to D.C. to start a new chop in D.C., uh, with a couple of my friends, uh-huh. um, and they came in and they uh, they stopped us right away. They were really? like, "There, this is not happening here." Um, I guess it was Trump. Uh, you know, it was definitely Trump sending people out specifically to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I think that the police officer that arrested me went a little too far because I was there, and he arrested me, and he took me into this dark room, and we were together. And he started putting his uh, nightstick up my ass. And I was like, okay, all right. But I told him only four inches. And I think he went a little too far. Wow. That's, that's interesting that he went too far like that. Yeah. I, I, think it, I think he went fucking five and a half inches, man. It might have been his cock. I don't really know. But it didn't matter to me because... I felt like I was doing my civic duty yeah. for the police. Sorry. Yeah, and you know why we changed it, you know, the Chaz to the Chop, right? Why? Well, it was because of the names. You know, we were Chaz. Chazers, and <laughs> Chazers sounded kind of gay, so we changed it to Choppers, <laughs> which was a lot Chaz. tougher. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot tougher. Chaz. They they weren't gonna fuck with us as choppers, but unfortunately, I didn't make it back in time before they shut that one down. That's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. So you is that like your self-governed area of the city? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Capitol Hill. Uh, what was it? Uh, something protest. I don't give a shit what it was. Zone. Yeah. yeah. His his consisted of a Starbucks, <laughs> Jiffy Lube. Yeah. I went to a Starbucks and I took over a corner of the Starbucks <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. This is my own country. There you go. They tried to throw me out and I said, hey, if I were a bum on the street that needed to take a shit, you wouldn't be throwing me out. Right. 
and that was it. Exactly. That was the whole story. Then it, it was adventure. I've been in Starbucks in DC where they just let the bums like sit in a corner and yeah, you have piss all over the floor. Yeah. What can you do? Lick it up, baby. How's that lease going? Lick it up. You got that big old D outside. Yeah. So how badly did your girlfriend, fiance, wife, or whatever, you know, emasculate you after she actually found out about that? Oh no, she she thought it was hilarious. We were we were we had a good laugh about it. (laughs) That wasn't what she was laughing at. That's the story. That's the story. (laughs) That's the story that he tells. We had a good laugh. He's standing there. He's wearing he's wearing a shirt and no pants, and she's laughing her ass off. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, he slap marks across his face, and then she's just pinching his nipples. And after she leaves the room, she starts crying like, (laughs) "Jesus Christ, what am I gonna do?" (laughs) She probably she's got her friend, the big mamba. She probably makes. I don't know this woman at all. (laughs) They came out. I'm sure she doesn't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. They came out as uh, she'll listen. She she she. They came out of the closet. I'm not talking about the closet. He came out when he was in his like mid twenties, pretending because that was the trend back then. Right. I'm talking about he came out of the closet in terms of them being a couple on Facebook. You saw pictures of them skeet shooting. They were foiling, you know, typical white people stuff. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, yes. Over this weekend, hey, we're, uh, where Amer- we're taking Amer- them. Exploiting resort, the black man. America's resort where the, you know, George Washington and everybody used well, to go back wait in the day. Wait a second. We can't talk about that anymore because he's a slave owner. Yeah. All right. He's let's, a racist. Come racist on. slave owner. We are completely PC on this show. Yes. Oh, okay. Completely PC. We can't Keep talk about. Keep your fucking politi- your non-political correct ways to yourself. Yes. That would offend us. I'm offended. Yep. I'm, I identify as something else. But yeah, that you can see like, you know, they did these pictures. Yeah, they're with their, with their guns like open. You know, they got the shells in. <laughs> and of course, there's a picture of him in, in the Jeep. Well, no, no. She's in the Jeep and he's like. Outside the Jeep, like, you know, look at me. Look what I just did. You know, I pretended that I was four years old with a Tonka truck. Yeah. Hey, a lot of fun. <laughs> I like that hat, though. Of fun. Thank you. What is this hat? What's that insignia? Uh, it's for Costa. Which is? It's a surf company. Oh, yes. okay. All you, right. you ever been surfing? Uh, no. I have <laughs> tried surfing before. I'm not. That's not, great. Uh, then you should not, call not be wearing surf hat. They do more than surf. It's all holy <laughs> fuck, dude. Seriously, do they do body boards too? Because at least if they sold body boards, <laughs> no. then you can wear the hat. No. They do what everything. the fuck, dude? No. Boating and everything. It's 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 all anything on the water. Okay, all right. Jesus. Oh, that's like oh, uh. Scott. Mm. Oh, that's bad. He doesn't own. What it was that that shitty green mower that I can't stand, the John Deere. He doesn't own a John Deere, but he owns a John Deere hat. <laughs> mm. See, my yeah. father, he got his hat for free because it came with the John. It Deere. It does. Tractor. It does. My 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 uh, no. my John Deere hat somewhere in this hat. Actually, my closet right now came with the the John it Deere. It ain't hat. in your closet. I don't think he, he probably John stole Deere it anymore. I think that's racist. It is racist. That's racist as well. Why? John Deere is a racist? Yes. I wasn't aware. 
How long have we been bullshitting at this point? 24, 24 minutes. Okay, maybe <laughs> we should start the movie then. Because this it. is a two-hour long movie. Oh, it's a long movie. It's a great movie. So, we have nothing left for Mortal Kombat. I think we beat nothing, that to death. Nothing left for Mortal Kombat. So, you want to get on the Rocky. Yeah. Want to get on the Rocky. So, this actually has a really cool backstory to it. Good. It's one of the best movies of all time. I'd say at least top 10. Top 15, top 10. I don't know. Best picture winner, right? Best picture winner. Yeah. And, um, Which was like a, I mean, it's like Rocky himself. It's like a... Yeah, he was underdog for best. No one ever expected to win an award, and it he was against. I think it was against Taxi Driver and a few other like awesome movies. Um, it beat Taxi Driver. Yeah, beat Holy Taxi shit, Driver, dude. So, so Sylvester Sloan, You don't. You would never think of Sly as as you know like a an artist or a writer. But back when he had one hundred and six dollars in his bank account, back when you guys were you know youngins, I wasn't born yet. I'm younger. He t- he went to go see this this uh, Muhammad Ali Chuck Webner fight on yeah. closed circuit TV. <laughs> and Webner was just this club fighter, so it wasn't a big wasn't a big deal. And as you know, Muhammad Ali was best Muhammad b- Ali, one of the best boxers yeah. of all time. Probably, well, yeah, definitely in the top three. Yes. Um, and this guy wasn't expected to go very far. Just cannon fodder for having a fight, and he went there, this guy got TKO'd in the 15th round. Mm. So he went the distance. Right. And he, he actually knocked down Muhammad Ali. Oh, he, he actually, wow, that's why Scott's here. Okay, good. He's not here just to model a Costco hat. Right, yeah. He's and here to mock incessantly. Exa- that's how he was last in Empire, and this is how he was. He actually comes prepared. Yeah, I, oh, I used to. I, I know, but I'm about to then shit I on you. I just, I was about to shit yeah, on you, yeah. Paul. I was like, you know, thank God someone else does their homework. Yeah, as well. I, I watched the fucking movie. Two pages and the trailer. Yeah, and you, and I'm sure you probably have this written there, but like, there's, there's just a bunch of comparisons where Stallone sort of got some of this material from. Um, so that guy also in another fight later on, um, went in the ring boxing against. Andre the Giant. I did not get that. I don't remember. And I did a lot of research. And that was too. the premise for in Rocky Three, where Rocky fights Hulk Hogan. Oh, really? So he basically just took Webner's took a lot of stories story from this stole. guy. Yeah, and uh, I think that he he had to pay him off at some point because he was taking just a little too much. <laughs> I, you know, the funny thing is, stories have been lifted throughout. Of course, different. Not just generations, but literally different civilizations. There's really only four or five unique stories. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah, we keep hearing that, but no, I, no, you, I tell I keep, you. No, no, this, I, we don't just keep hearing that. I yeah, keep you telling keep you that, telling me that but I keep asking you what those five stories are, and you can't tell me, so it doesn't matter. Go ahead. So, well, thank you. Thank you for directing. So, he, he wrote this story in three and a half days with, like, pen and paper. Between shooting... His porn movie? Well, I don't know about that. I know oh. there's some. There's. Did you do some research on that as well? I, I didn't no, know. No, this about was that. just about Rocky. See, Scott and I want to keep it real about Rocky. Sure. You want to delve into your nightstick fantasies with a police officer okay. type thing? And well, you asked me. No, I didn't ask you. you, you yeah, just, you did. You just no, you, you asked me about the Mandela thing, and I had to explain to you what happened. Okay. All right. 
What the fuck do you want? You want me to just sit here and not tell you? No, I want you to tell me. So Sylvester Sloan took this script of people you're working with, and he was dead set on playing Rocky. Right. This was about Rocky because he, you know, he came from the, didn't come with a whole lot of money, really struggled to get where he was. Uh, so they they gave him a seventy five thousand dollar offer, but he refused. But but it was based on somebody else playing the part of Rocky. But he refused. So the price went up to one twenty five thousand, one hundred twenty five thousand, and they were considering actors like Burt Reynolds, James Caan, and Ryan O'Neal. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. I don't think anyone will work. Nope. No, not at all. None of them were built enough. Nope. No. No. And we could rock at it. Look, um, that I mean, James Conn might have been built enough, but I don't know, that dude. Would that would have been right Godfather. around the Godfather. I don't remember him being that built ever. To be honest with you, he was never in Sly's fucking category. Yeah. But even Stallone isn't as he's not as built in this one as he is in later. No, he he gets jacked later he's, on. He's much more normal looking. But um, I I found it interesting. Of course, I watched the trailer before I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and the trailer was less about Rocky and more about Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Like they were selling Sylvester. They Stallone. They were selling Sylvester Stallone. Well. So he again, Sloan refused to sell it again, saying he wanted to be Rocky. Right. The bid topped out at three hundred thousand dollars, but writ, but Sylvester Sloan still refused. So they finally said, "Okay, the hell with it." So they so Cherloff and Winkler, along with the United Artists, took a kind of a a risk. Now they weren't going to put a bunch of money into it. Well, I th- yeah, I think the studio ended up like. They cut the budget so that they weren't going to be able to afford anybody else anyway. So they were mm. like, "Fine, you play him." Yeah, and the and the only other person that they considered, I think, it was Susan Sarandon, tried out, but they said she was too pretty. Yeah, I think Susan Sarandon is. You know. She's better looking than Talia Shear. We yeah. had Susan. We had it. We didn't we have a Susan Sarandon like love fest a while ago? No, that was um. No, oh, the other one. That was uh, Sigourney Weaver. That's right. From Ghostbusters. Oh, my God. Sigourney Weaver's so hot. No, I thought we... Was was Sigourney in... Yeah, Sigourney was in... um, Oh, shit. Paul's movie. Paul's favorite movie. Um, Working Girls? (laughs) (laughs) Avatar. Avatar. Uh, <laughs> holy crap. We haven't done man. Avatar yet. We we're not have, doing it. I thought yeah. you did Avatar like a year ago. No, no, no we're no, bringing it for I'm Avatar. Not, He's never not, seen Avatar yet. I'm not going to see Avatar. I have no desire. She but was, Avatar 2 is coming out. I fuck. I don't care. I'm not seeing Avatar. I'm not watching it. We're going to watch Galaxy Quest. Yes. She, she was, was in Galaxy oh, Quest. She was so hot. She was so hot in Ghostbusters, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, you guys done Alien on this show? No, nope. we have not. We I know we were just no yeah, we, Kurt we, Russell. We have a lot of movies. No oh, now he's going to complain. <laughs> he's going to whine again. Rocky was his idea, by the way. Uh, I don't think so. Yes, it was. No, because we originally sat down and made a list, and it was either Rocky or Rambo, and that was because of you, not because of me. Oh, excuse me. Um, so they started shooting in January 9th of 1976. You guys were both born. I wasn't, yep. as I'm younger yep. than you. 28-day shoot. Mm. And because they didn't use, use like, the typical Philadelphia Union people, 
they literally go around the film crew will go around this in, in their van and whenever the director John Adelson saw like a colorful location they would just all jump out and do the shoot wow that kind of explains that you know the, the iconic training sequence that we see later in the movie where he's running all through Philadelphia mm-hmm. people that were from Philadelphia saw it it's like it's like 20 miles he ran in like three minutes right of, of different locations oh okay I got what you're saying so, yeah, the budget, as Scott said, the budget was small, less than $950,000, and they ran the movie uh, quickly to the point where that one part in the ice skating rink, they were supposed to have 300 extras, <laughs> but they had run already, they already run out of movie money. So that's how the whole idea of them going in. They changed the story to make it so it was after hours at the rink and it was going to be closed. Genius. Yep, Genius. and that worked better anyway. Right. So and also Stallone admitted he couldn't skate, and so that's why. Well, what the fuck would have been the scene if there was three hundred people there? It's not. I mean, it was supposed to be like a scene between them. You've seen the Cutting Edge, haven't you? Yes. What about it? Toe pick. You've seen Cutting Edge, haven't you? Yeah. Everybody's seen the DB Sweeney and um some some woman. Yeah, she was in Twin Peaks. I can't think of her name. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks was the lost of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was better than lost. Yes. You seen the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix yet? Yeah, I was very unsatisfied. First episode was good. The rest of it was kind of shit. And the first one was in Baltimore City, so you had an attachment. Yeah, that's why, it was, that's why I enjoyed it, was because it was in Baltimore. But it, it, what was lacking was... It was very slow, and without having the um, voiceover moderator, like, Ro- you know, you had Robert Stack, which Robert Stack is dead, but you could have had somebody else. Yes. Uh, I think that kind of helped the show move along when you used yeah. to watch Unsolved Mysteries. Besides the right. fact that it was Unsolved Mysteries, it would be three mysteries in an hour-long episode. Yeah, there's versus, an alien, a ghost, and some eyes missing. Yeah. Versus this being like one long one, episode, yeah. it's just one so story for an, over an hour. Yeah, it's and well, it, there's there's eight of them or yeah. there's six, six of them right of them now. Whatever, one of them right. is about aliens, and the other five are about somebody getting knocked off. Right. Okay. Somebody dying or disappearing. Yeah. So that that's kind of takes the heart out of unsolved mysteries too, because I mean, you gotta you gotta have your ghosts. Well, but it wasn't even a fucking mystery. Jesus Christ, the one the black kid who gets killed at a party. Yeah. Okay, how is that a goddamn mystery? Okay, it's not solved, sure, but, right. I mean, it's not like... The old Unsolved Mysteries always had some kind of weird twist. Yeah, right. This is like like the first episode had where the guy, like, fell through a roof and it was, like, 20 feet away from the, the top of the... Be- it was, like, a almost an impossibility of yeah. the way that the guy fell. That was kind of why I liked it. But then, um, you know, once you got past that one... First off, I didn't even watch one of the episodes because it was in French. The whole episode was in French, you know, because they don't have somebody talking over doing the moderation. So all they, the only people telling the story are the people that are involved. And then, of course, the first episode, you had fucking Jane Miller oh, in the first. And I'm just like, Ugh. and my kids are sitting there watching it with me. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, Jane Miller. Are you shitting right. me? Who the fuck cares about Jane Miller? And she's acting like she was in the middle of the story. It's like, no, you're just some slob on the fucking news. 
that you know I, you weren't any more involved than any other. Right. Any other Vetus right. Reed is probably just as involved in fucking DC right. doing the goddamn weather. Right. I mean, it was just it, and and then like they all tend to make the story about themselves, like as you're going through it and that kind of shit. Of it's just like Jesus Christ. Of this course. is. I would I would switch places with the yeah. black kid who's dead in a second. It's no, like. You no, you wouldn't, dude. No, no, you wouldn't. Stop lying. I mean, stop Jesus lying. Christ. So anyway, that I, I I just thought it was I was disappointed. You liked it, I assume. I liked the last episode. Which one was that? That was the one with the 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 woman who married like five different guys and she killed her daughter. I'm trying to remember. There was the last one. I thought the alien one, alien one was okay. I thought the alien one was stupid. But they got to go back. They, that was the Berkshire one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They got to go back and talk about the Mothman and shit like that. They the gotta Mothman I could get into. Yeah, they got to do stuff like that. Everybody wants to see stuff. There's nothing creepier than like a rural area and some right. FN legend revolving that. They got to do one on the Wendigo or something. Like that. Those are the creepiest. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to touch that. They're going with. The more realistic shit, which the original show did, too, to a degree, but it was always kind of campy. Yeah. There was a campiness to the original show that wasn't in this. This was taking itself way too seriously. Well, and, and the more unexplainable, the more interesting. Yeah. It yes, is, right? So if exactly. it's something that just, you know, happens it just, all I the just time or, is, or is, there's no, there, where's the mystery there? There's nothing. I just felt it didn't hit the mark. That's all. I was disappointed with it. I was excited for it, and I was dis- I, I just got disappointed. Maybe I that's was, the whole problem. I was no, excited. Yeah. The only thing is, like, back when there was Unsolved Mysteries, you didn't have entire networks dedicated to the exact same type of shit there. Like, there's Discovery ID. ID channel does this shit much better than, yeah. than this show did. Yeah. Like, I would watch almost any ID show before yeah. I'd watch this. Was it the so. Forensic Files, too? I mean, they, it's, it's, there's so much shit out there. It's like, this is just another one of those, except for the... the I can't show. do Forensic Files because there's just so fucking many of them. There's so many of them. Like, there's like 10 seasons of Forensic Files. So I started watching it, and I'm like, dude, I could literally just watch this for the rest of my life and never get through it. So I'm not doing it. Did you see The Staircase on Netflix? Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course. I, I But I had watched it on ID before it was oh, on yeah. Netflix. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, except for the last, what was the last episode or two? Well, they, it was on? a different story on ID. Oh, okay. I mean, it was the same story, but it was a done different by different people. Have you seen Netflix uh, Staircase? It's yeah. good. It's you're, good. You're it's good. Watch, yeah, watch yeah. Staircase. It's, okay. good. it's very good. Like, the, the, the story, it's a story about a guy who supposedly killed his wife on the stairs. But then once they start delving into his past and other things that happen, it's like, what the fuck? It's it's really good. It, it, it's really good. I don't want to yeah. give anything else. Okay. I'll check it, it out. <laughs> you give away yeah. one other thing, and it kind of fucks things yeah, up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. You'll relate to it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> you'll love it. You'll be like, oh, it's my just God. Just like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to Rocky. Uh See, so you had Burt Young, who did Burt Young even have a career before? Rocky? I have no idea. Because you know he's had a career since then, but not much of one. I don't think he's just been tied to Rocky. What about Talia? Yeah, Talia Shear, uh, she oh, did. Yeah, she was in um, Godfather. Yes, um, and a couple other things like earlier. I think earlier, but she was still. 
she's not but she didn't have a whole lot of a yeah. career either like yeah. um and then she didn't even come back for one of the episodes or for one of the movies i don't remember i, I don't remember why she just decided not to come back and i think she's dead now hmm. i'm not positive about that i know she didn't come back for balboa okay and she was i think she was still alive when that was filmed they just wrote it into the storyline that she died of cancer. But she's still around. Is yeah. she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. Oh, okay. Well, then I, I guess I was wrong. I That's thought she died after that. No, I, I, I think she's still around. She's older. Okay. Let's see. Um, yeah, I read that Burt Young, actually, he, when they were filming Rocky Two, he wasn't expecting to be in it or be in a sequel or anything. And mm. he had actually, like, lost a bunch of weight for another role. Really? And so then he ended up doing Rocky Two, and they he had to say something to explain why he was lost all the like, weight, like so much, like half the size that he was before. Jeez, I had no idea. Let's see, it made Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, oh Carl Weathers, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he had a career before Rocky. Action Jackson. Action. That was after, that, that wasn't after, it? Yeah. Predator. That was a growth after. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. just saying Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a much, he had a yeah. great career afterwards, at least through the '80s. Yeah, I think it was because something to do when I, when I was reading through the research that they were anticipating having bigger stars initially. Yeah. But because Stallone insisted it was him, that they're like, well, whatever, we don't care who we effing get. So they got Carl Weathers. I think he was the the star. Yeah, and then he he parlayed that into the uh, Colt 45 commercials. Yeah. So he, he did they, those two? Yeah, he did them for I a little B while. Billy D. Williams. Did Billy them. D. Williams did them, and I think Carl Weathers did it once or twice. So yeah, Rocky beat Taxi Driver, Network, and all the President's Men. Wow, Jesus! No. Yeah, yeah, incredible, isn't it? Well, Taxi Driver is a great flick, dude. Really good. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure which one I would say is better, in my opinion. They're very similar yeah. type movies, really. Very gritty. One New York, one Philly. You know, it's one's a redemption story. The other one's like a fucking losing your opposite, mind yeah, story. But, right. you know, that's kind of a, an opposite end of the spectrum deal, but right. whatever. Anyway, so. Uh, it's kind of appropriate. I just I thought it was funny as I'm watching this movie this week. I'm like, this is the perfect movie to be watching during the times that we're living in right now. I mean. There's just so many innuendos that I'll point out. I'm like, damn, you know? They should just broadcast this entire fucking movie over to all these BML bowel movement Lives Matter. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. dude Especially this, later on oh, when he's dressed as oh, Washington, Washington and then Uncle Sam. I'm like, <laughs> god damn. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And it doesn't just end there. Like, he is all about the USA yeah, and yes, everything. It yes, is, yes. And, yes. and, you know, you can make it here, you can make it anywhere type yeah. philosophy that runs through this movie. Yeah. Right? It, it, I'm just like, damn, this is perfect to do right now. Yeah. It's even perfect that, you know, opens up, there's this November 25, 1975. The opening scene is just a shot off of white Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they're having issues with right now. Right. <laughs> and they're pulling back to see... uh Rocky fighting. So Rocky eventually beats the guy who looks like John C. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. 
because That's the dude exactly pissed him of. off. That was the whole thing. Like, I don't think he would have beat him, <laughs> except the guy headbutts he head him and he him. pisses him off. Yeah. yeah. So then he just like unloads on him and beats the living piss beats out of him. Beats the piss right. out of him, and he just he looks like like John C. Riley in Walk Hard, which is a great effing oh, movie. God, if you I haven't seen that, huh? Just go on. You you don't like Walk Hard? The fuck. I said, just go on. I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe, I'll watch it again. Then you could have just said, just go walk hard. Dude, you <laughs> went on and on about walk hard before. <laughs> That's why I reacted. But when, when Riley stumbles out of the ring, looks just like him. Yeah. But John yeah. C. Riley, one of his other great roles is uh, in Boogie Nights, which we covered back in January, I think. Yeah, something like that. God damn. That movie was wonderful. <laughs> it was great. Um. And as Rocky leaves, he grabs a cigarette. You get the impression that he's just this washed-up boxer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he goes back to the locker room where you realize he only made like 40 bucks for being the winner. Yeah, I mean, the guy, the manager of the gym comes back, and he's like, well, <laughs> you earned 60 bucks, but I'm charging you 20 for the locker rental and, yeah, and the five shower. bucks for a shower. Yeah, and the cut man. But you get this impression and, that Rocky— And Rock- the guy he beats is just sitting behind him, and they're like— you know, whatever. Yeah, the yeah. the guy who lost made like fourteen ninety five, and Rocky ends up walking away with like forty, 40 bucks. bucks. Yeah, the guy who lost is drinking a beer. Yeah, laid yeah. up, and Sylvester Rocky's smoking. Rocky's smoking. But after that, um, I just you see this scene over and over and again in this movie. This this Rocky is walking by himself. Yes. You yeah, know, and that I think that really symbolizes part of. Part of the movie where he just, you know, he keeps going, he keeps going by himself. He only has him to count on. And there's like four or five of those those scenes with him. And that was great. It was great. It shows you don't have to have a multi-billion dollar movie to, to make a great a great flick. God, I hate when you guys are supposed to stare at me like I'm stupid. Dude, when <laughs> we talk, you get <laughs> pissed. No, I'm fine when you talk. Okay. Well, well, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to focus. See? That's what I'm talking no, about. No, you're, no. You're, you're right, though. He, he like, walks around. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, did, did you want to say something? Nope. <laughs> Probably wasn't important. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the whole the whole movie focuses on, you know, he's just, like, this guy, like, alone in the world and mm-hmm. doesn't Thanks. really, you know. Thanks for adding that, Scott. Thanks. Doesn't have. I just said that. You too. A huh? real job. Doesn't have, you know. Yeah, he just. He does some tough work for a loan shark on the side yeah. and and yeah he just boxes but doesn't have any family seems to know everybody in the neighborhood every time he walks by someone he's like knows, he knows everybody patting him on the shoulder or knows yeah. him but he's shake down everybody yeah. in philadelphia that's another thing the i the, the entire movie you just see philadelphia in the background i i love it i just it's just philadelphia once was a blue collar town now it has fallen into chaos at this point because of I think the concept that he could walk down the street at night <laughs> in Philly you got a point there is lost in in today's world yeah. right, this was 70 this was 75 we're dealing with 2020 where right yeah it's Lord of Flies at this point yeah right. you couldn't do that but I think that because of the the low budget it actually helped the film oh, absolutely. it really did yeah. I mean because everything was shot and everything looks gritty mm-hmm. everything looks dirty. There's nothing polished in this it's movie no, all the way through from like I mean, there's trash all over the street and every yeah. scene yep. and everything's dirty. His apartment's 
shitty. Oh, so shitty. The, 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 I mean, and the the fact that they didn't have real actors and actresses kind of lends to the more realism. The real the realism, yeah. You know, especially like he has that long talk with the girl. You know, saying you're going to be a whore. You know, people are going to think you're a whore. Yeah, yeah. And like this is just like a butt ugly little twelve year old girl. I mean, it, oh, was, you know, and you you're like you could believe that this moron could walk you know this kid home and think that he's helping him out and then basically gets told to go fuck off the whole thing right. felt real yeah, yeah it all felt it all felt real well and it's funny because the I, I also feel like the first half of the movie like pretty much every character they show is 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 unlikable like rocky isn't someone you really aspire to say yeah. cheer for right off the bat rocky is very you know hard he, to like when this movie starts yeah. and that was one of the first things plus the fact that you had sylvester stallone who i don't know how much professional uh, you know training he had as an actor well he didn't he get did a carnegie mellon i can tell you that and um he just he didn't deliver his lines. Well, he was like, because he wasn't a clean actor, like when he delivered his lines and they were slurred and shit, you could buy into it as a part of the character trait. Right. Instead of it being poor acting. Right. So it, it's kind of a it weird for situation. for like a punch boxer that it wouldn't have, if he was trying to play someone else, yeah. it wouldn't have worked. Um, yeah, because once you get to Cobra, and you know, and he's still kind of <laughs> doing it, it's like, it's not quite working as well in Cobra. Right. As it does in Rocky. You can get away with that in Rocky yeah. and Rambo and those kind of movies where he's kind of like a dumbass with like. Yeah. Well, and, th and there were there were scenes. I mean, the the scene where he's sort of confiding in Adrian the night before the, oh. the fight. Um, the the producers wanted to take that scene out because they were running out of budget and they didn't. It, it's actually a really it's a great scene good scene, yeah. but they thought they could do without it. And. Stallone pushed for it to to be there, and and so they said, okay, we'll we'll give you one take to do it. Um, and he basically like he was so he was nervous, so he basically went out and got drunk and did that scene drunk. I could see that. Yeah, which which so you couldn't tell the difference between him. Yeah, but you know so he doesn't he doesn't wait about until no, we he, get he to he that. No, he doesn't scene. respect the notes. <laughs> doesn't respect the notes. But you didn't give us the notes. I, you know, I. I Join Scott. It's your show. Yeah. <laughs> it is his show. That's why we're doing Rocky. Just simply because of Scott. That's that's right. That's right. So, um, anything else? This reminds me a lot of that movie uh, Invincible too. Remember Invincible? Yeah. That's a great yeah, movie yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, But that one's another Philly flick. Yeah, another yeah. Philly flick. I was saying that's why. And it, um, you know, Marky Mark is, you know, well, and I somewhat I, believable. In I that think role. Invincible they tried to make kind of like Rocky. A Rocky. Like yeah. There are so many yeah. movies that they've they've tried to take that Rocky formula and. Sort yeah, it fails miserably it, a lot right. of times, but I think right. Invincible did manage to well, there was pull it off. And there was also a uh, an homage in Invincible to Rocky, to Rocky, a direct one where I think um, I think uh, Papal was like something about something his does it like his number or his, his shirt or his shoulder pads didn't match up, and uh, the the guy there is like, does it really matter? You're gonna be going next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so That's just right. like later in this movie, yeah. he's like, does it really matter? Just give us a good show. Right. Um, okay, so so Rocky's walking through, through the streets. 
Um, and that's when he meets up the Duop group and they offer him some Boone's Farm wine, a little COVID wine for you. Which he swirls around in his mouth and spits out <laughs> like a <Yeah>. mouthwash. <laughs> like he's, well, nowadays, he's you, spitting out blood. That's why. Okay. Okay. Makes Never sense. Mind. I didn't know that. I didn't think of that. Yeah, any, um, yeah, yeah. Anything you want to say about this duop group? Well, yeah, the 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 uh, singer is his brother. Yeah, I know. I had that on my notes too. I, I <laughs> see. I was gonna say that, <laughs> but I let Scott take that because I knew that was coming. Frankie. See, Frank Stallone right here. Yeah. But I knew Scott was gonna be like, you know, he, you can tell he's itching. Oh, but you know, so I I haven't even finished what I was saying. It's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then uh, then Rocky eventually gets home to his white privilege apartment. Oh, I found that <laughs> one of the things I found interesting about the apartment was that he was hanging all his shit on knives. I don't know if you yeah. paid attention. Like he had taken a knife and just stabbed it into the wall. I thought that's what it looked like. And I, that's I, yeah. what he was hanging his shit off yeah. of. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's one way to do it. But yeah. <laughs> And his only friends are fish, not turtle. Turtle. Two turtles and a fish. Two turtles. <laughs> Which cuff and link. They actually. <laughs> you probably this, do you have this in your notes too. I, I probably do. So cuff and link, the two turtles. Uh huh. Um. They've actually outlived a lot of the cast members. They, I do not have that in my notes. They were in Rocky Balboa, or was it one of the, the more recent movies? They came back, and the same turtles. No oh, shit. They reused. Um, well, turtles can live forever. Yeah, they they lived a long time. They've been around since you know Andrew Jackson, um, Washington, Teddy Roosevelt, George Washington. So you're Washington, saying that they're Washington. racist? Yes, right. I am. Fucking turtles are racist. Good to know. What I what what I thought was interesting was when they you first show Rocky get into his house. I thought it was more of like a row home mm -hmm. where he's just reaching the door and like mm -hmm. going right inside. And it's not till there's a later scene where Mickey comes to visit him, where Mickey's like walking up a bunch of stairs, and you're you realize that it's an apartment. Yeah. You realize it's like an apartment. But if you pay attention, which you obviously didn't, uh, there's a sign in the window that says "Rooms for Rent." Ah, okay. That wasn't in my notes either. That's interesting. I didn't see that. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Really great. <laughs> <laughs> really great scene, though. Probably one of the most memorable scenes in the, in, the, in the Rocky movie is when he goes up to the mirror and he's talking about the flies and the moths, and he sees a picture of himself, which was actually a, all those pictures, those black and white pictures in the mirror. These real pictures of him. Real pictures of him. Yeah. But just like him taking that picture and looking at it, like, what did you get out of that scene? Well, the flies and the moths thing was basically him preparing to talk to Adrian. Adrian. Mm -hmm. And then the scene of him looking at himself is like, you know, trying that, that whole walk home from the fight and where he is in his life. Mm -hmm. He's basically trying to come to terms with, you know, his life. Mm -hmm. It definitely looks like he's kind of looking at that child and saying, you know, in the back of his mind saying, this isn't the life that you were supposed to have. Right. But yeah, there's references in the film to him. He's turning 30 and at the end of his mm -hmm. career and mm -hmm. boxing <coughs> career. And, um, you know, I think are there, I mean, let's be pictures honest of his parents in the, in the yeah. pictures. And then he mentions he tells a story about his dad, but you definitely get the sense that he doesn't have any family left alive anywhere. He's just sort of on his own. By, yeah. By himself. Most of this movie is just beating him down. 
Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even all the way through to that scene you were referring yeah. to with the with the you know the red shorts with the white stripe, mm-hmm. like everybody in his life is either trying to take advantage of him or beating him down. The only one that really doesn't do that to him is Adrian, um, and she just believes in him wholeheartedly. And I honestly think I know that the movie's about Rocky. But the movie is just as much about Adrian as it is about Rocky. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, the fact that he loses at the end literally didn't matter. Didn't matter. Because he accomplished his goal. Right. And, sh- you know, he's with the woman that he loves. She's with the man that he, lo- that, that she loves. It's just, it's, it, it's a very, it's a very strong, you know, underdog story. For both of them. Right. But anyway, go ahead, buddy. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Well, there's so much about the movie about having, they talk about having your shot in life mm-hmm. and how, you know, it's so important to have your shot. And he talks about it in a boxing America. sense. But, it's America. But you it's really shot. like his shot at a life with Adrian and his shot of having, you know, someone else in his life. And mm-hmm. same for her. I agree. Getting but out of her, you know, living in her house with her brother. Brother, her asshole brother. Um, and just sort of escaping the the lives that they had. The, the Once we get to it, I'll discuss her a little bit more. But I wanted to wait till we get to it. The pet store, which is next. He goes to the pet store. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to get the uh, the flies and the moles. Moles, moles, moles. Too many yeah, flies. So we, <laughs> there's more moles than flies. The whole thing was just a fucking him trying to yeah. make a joke, right? Yeah. Which and he that's jokes all, around the entire movie. Which he tells but he her. does it throughout all the movies, if you pay attention. Yeah. Like, even much, much later on, he's still trying to make jokes. Well, he, he's just not funny. You know, you, you, you find out that he basically stops by this pet store every morning and every night to try to, like, make a joke to Adrian. And he even tells her, I'm going to go home and think of another joke for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was really, you know, that's setting the stage for Rocky to pursue Adrian. Which, does that make sense to anyone? Makes perfect sense to me, Paul. So the next morning... Why? You see him walking through the boatyard. Again, another walk, you know, another scene. Walking through Philadelphia. You think of Philadelphia, you think of the boatyards. And he he tracks down Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Guy spitting image for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, yeah. But, of course, Bernie Sanders doesn't have enough money that he owes. He he owes this guy named Grazo, who... Rocky works for. He's 70 bucks short. Um, he's supposed to, Rocky's supposed to break his thumbs, but of course he's got a soft heart and decides against it. Goes back to Grazo, who picks him up in his whatever that car is. Buick LeSabre. Buick, <laughs> Buick, Buick, Cadillac. Cadillac. Uh, whatever it was. Um, yeah, and the, and he berates Rocky for not breaking the guy's thumbs. Yeah, and of course the driver also is an asshole. The driver's just a dickhead. Oh, yeah. the ju- he's just trying to like. He's horrible. He's just trying to. He's trying know, to go, beyond, go like, the whole time. Rocky the entire time, yep. and it's just like and Grasso or Gra- whatever the fuck his name is. Grasso. Grasso. He yeah. he doesn't take up for Rocky at all. No. He never. You know, it's just like he lets this guy beat him up, just and then basically says, "You have to deal with it." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, you had to deal with it. So, actor Grazo tears him down, gives him the twenty bucks and all that bullshit. Rocky walks off again, mm-hmm. where that slow Rocky theme. Following morning, he goes to the boxing club. 
Mickey's Boxing Club, where he finds his locker. He can't find the combination to his locker, so he breaks it open. He sees the dippers. Yep. The dippers in there, and uh, he goes to Mickey. We find, we're introduced to Mickey. He was coaching the dipper at this point, who's played by Stan Shaw, who – Go for it. I know. I think I know where you're going. Are you sure? Harlem Knights. Well, no, I was going. He played champ in Harlem Knights. Champ, yeah. Well, champs in Harlem Knights, but he was also in Roots, the television show. Yeah. Okay. How appropriate for the time that we're living in. But no, he plays the champion in Harlem Knights. Mm -hmm. He does. He also has another bit role somewhere else too. He plays. He plays a boxer a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I, (laughs) I love him in fucking Harlem Knights. Yeah, can't, can't <laughs> I fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking wonderful in that role. Yeah. So Mickey tells uh, Rocky has a problem. Why do you put me on Skid Row? Mickey's like, you fight like a damn ape and you never broke your nose. Right. That was important for later on. That role. Yeah. Rocky goes back to the pet store. He sees Adrian again. Flirt, flirting skills are top notch. Uh, he asks Rocky or Adrian to walk her home. Uh, Adrian doesn't have anything and to do with it. she's like, no. No, I'm just, she's like this, this recluse, like, I don't know what you call her, just slow. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, she's smart, but she kind of acts like she's retarded. It makes yeah. no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just so anti-social. Social. So, well, I mean, how would you feel if you grew up, you know, you're living in the same house with Louis? Yeah, I mean, it's, t- it's totally understandable, but, um. Like I said, this every, every character as you meet them, they're, they're very unlikable. Yeah. when you meet them, and, and you can And like I said, I I personally don't get it. I don't understand why that was the one for him. Like what he saw in her that was so. And they don't special. really explain it because obviously he'd been going there for before the movie started, and and you know what. I mean, did he just feel like she was obtainable? I, I, I just never Are got it. Isn't anybody else in the neighborhood? I don't know. Like the plus, it's like he's he's friends with Polly, and this is like his friend's sister. So that might be it. Yeah. That might be more of it than anything else. Yeah. It's just the convenience of it being Polly's sister. I don't know. It it always perplexed me. Perplexing. How are we doing on time? We're at an hour and two minutes. Well, so I guess we should wrap it up here. We're going to wrap this episode Ra- up. Wrap this episode up and then come back for, for week two of Rocky. So, are we, so we're leaving it off with uh, him talking to Adrian again, flirting with his, you know. Um, then he goes outside, goes towards the bar. So we'll cut this week off, come back next week. We'll talk. You can it. tune a guitar, but you can't tune a fish. Cool. <laughs> All right, make sure to follow SoundCloud, Facebook, all the social media. We're not um, on social media anymore. Yeah, we don't really do social media anymore. We've got to get on top of that. I say that every week, but I'm just not doing it. So. Anyway, we'll be back next week for Rocky Part 2.